Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Adidas, release this in a hoodie. Yeah, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to town. It's mercy if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pick and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly, you pretty girl dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, this what we fall for. Peep the gameplay, you want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You out of town. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. We are awesome. We are awesome. Yes, that is a true statement. (laughs) Coach never told a lie. Welcome, everyone. Another episode of Buckets here on Six Ring Canes. Um, you may notice there's only two of us. Matt will be here shortly. Unfortunately, he lives on the West Coast and is rushing home from work. But until then, you've got me and Vish. I'm going to hold it, hold it down until everyone, you know, everybody's favorite host on this show, probably because he's the only one that doesn't have verbal diarrhea. <laughs> See, you, you view that as a negative. I view it as a positive. Well, yeah. So, um shockingly or not so shockingly we still have things to talk about in Kane's hoops even though the season ended like almost two months ago (laughs) it has been two months yeah yeah crazy stuff yeah and I think I think we'll continue I think we'll continue to have stuff to talk about until they fill the roster like we don't have enough players that you would really be comfortable just forget quality of players because I actually think we're we're high on the quality side the quantity side we're a little light so well in our text messages, in our heads, we have, like, two whole starting lineups. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good mental exercise. And uh... we, were, we were sort of show prepping earlier today, or I was distracting Vish from a, a Zoom meeting that he was on for, like, four he hours. And we were discussing We were discussing possible um, transfers that could come here. And if we land all the people that we're going to be talking about shortly, we discussed how we could have like two starting lineups and play in two different places at once to get our, our, uh, whatever, our rankings or whatever you want to call net it. Net rating. Up. Net rating. There you go. So um, I was telling Vish off air before the show started that I was going to wear a heat shirt because the heat won last night. Leave it to the heat to, to drag it out and be dramatic. So instead I have my white hot, uh, heat playoffs towel that one of my coworkers so kindly retrieved for me when she went to game six when we close it out against the Knicks. So, but I didn't wear a heat shirt because I figured I would wrap our unofficial sponsor, Caneswear. They gave me a free shirt when I was there a few weeks ago. So 
I thought I'd rep them. I mean, is it is it really free when uh, you're pretty much funding that whole operation at this point? Well, when they gave it to me, I had I went I was with my mom shopping with a gift card that she got me for my birthday. So it technically was free because I was spending her money, and then they gave me the shirt. See, I still feel like the amount that <laughs> that that was that was that money was already spent by your mom then. So I feel like, you know, it wasn't out of my bank account. To, so for me, it was free. Uh, but I do tell them I rep, I talk about them on the regular and that there are unofficial sponsors. Um, and they said that they do listen into the show. And so if anyone from Kingsware is listening or watching this, what's up? You guys are the best, especially um, Jeff who DMs me on Twitter and lets me know when they have new extra small stuff in. <laughs> yeah you're you're i will say it's very impressive the amount of gear you've been able to accumulate given that most of it's not available in anything remotely close to a size that you can wear well thankfully adidas has released a good amount of climalite stuff and extra small that i've been able to purchase actually the last time i was there i actually found the new extra small shirt that i didn't have and they were very shocked i was like oh my gosh i don't have this shirt yet and it's a baseball shirt, so I will be wearing that to game one of or game two or whichever Saturday game it is because I can't go to Friday uh, of regionals. Um, if yeah, any we, of you all are in the Miami it. area or coming down to Miami for the region for Kings baseball regionals this weekend, me, Vish, and Jazz will be there. Um, I will not be there on Friday because I unfortunately picked up an extra shift at work not knowing that this was going to happen, uh, but I will be there Saturday and Sunday. Well, we're going to win Friday easily, so. I got a, what is this? I got a DM from Spencer late. He's very much interested in Miami. Now we need to make sure it's mutual because a lot will happen tomorrow. It's the last day to withdraw from the NBA draft. Are we talking about Cam Spencer? I think so. And we're going to get into that, <clears throat> that in a second. Um, so shout out to Jeff who just yeah. posted. Um, I've actually been talking to him through DM on Twitter and he comments on some of his stuff for a while now. And I didn't, cause his name is different. I didn't realize it was him. Like, I didn't know he was the same person commenting on the show than on Twitter because he's got a different name on Twitter. So, what's up, Jeff? <laughs> so, yeah. And he's been, I mean, he's followed this show and several of our other uh, shows as well. So, yes. Really so, he's always, he's always tweeting me some of, stuff. Yeah. Supporter yeah. of all of our Canes coverage. Some of the stuff that I DM you and Matt is actually stuff that he sends me originally that I don't necessarily see on my timeline. So, look, look man, look, 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 we, we don't need, <laughs> we got to pretend like we're insiders. What are you doing? Well, I follow like 1,600 people on Twitter. So, sometimes it gets lost in my tweets. So, some of the stuff he DMs me is just lost in my timeline. It's people that I already follow. I just don't see it right away. Again, we're supposed to pretend like we're like the people they come to to get information. No, people know that I'm not that official. We have a straight so. up in with Katie Meyer. I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, you we're talking me. about <laughs> via me, we have an in. Um, and, and, and Matt knows some former players. If you can yeah, take on me, So if, if we could stop gas bagging for 10 seconds, we can actually bring Matt in. Oh, is he here? <laughs> All right. Here's the guy that everyone actually wants he, to And he can to. hear this and he's now laughing. So good job. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, let's bring it back before we talk about uh, Cam Spencer and, and some other players. Let's go. As well. See, What's we successfully BS through the first seven minutes of the show before Matt came in. <laughs> there you go. If you could only see me on my drive home from work, 
Were you road it's, raging? Be like, I uh, have a show to do. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I, I had limited time, so I was like, I need to get here like ASAP because even a minute, you know, I'm gonna treasure that. You know, don't get to talk Kane's hoops with you, anyone else. So you know, do you what have I mean? another show to do. No, we're um, I'm doing something with um, my wife because we never really got to celebrate her birthday. It was last um, week, so so yeah. You didn't you get to celebrate her birthday because you were traveling through Europe. Is that what happened? Or well, no, it was the day we were coming back, so we uh, had like so it was a, a huge travel day. Okay, and at least yeah. you got the term- the terminology right this time and called her your wife. You've gotten used to that now. Yes, I have. <laughs> Made the oh, yeah. Speaking speaking of birthdays, happy belated to Vish. Yesterday was his birthday, oh, so if you're in happy the chat, birthday, Vish. Um, Melissa wish, embarrassed wish me Vish on Twitter. Happy birthday. Which uh, I also... read, I I wished him a happy birthday in Twitter and got everybody up in his mentions, which yes. happened by mentions because everybody replied to my tweet. So, so at least you got some of the shrapnel off of that. I do. Appreciate I was getting that. all of these all of these notifications at work. I was like, stop replying. <laughs> But uh, you, you reap what you sow, man. You reap what you sow there. Vish, Vish, I owe you a milkshake at the at the baseball game this weekend. Or a few, because yeah. you also bought my ticket, which you refused to take money from me. Yeah. So Vish will never let you give him money, too. He won't. I tried to give him money he for is... gas when he picks me up at the airport. And I that would have been silly. <laughs> so He's You like, drove, like, 30 minutes out of your way to take me to No, but hotel, so. I, I love what he, his excuse for that, too, like, because that's what he would say to me of, like, he's like, I'm going to be driving anyway, so. I mean, I was, like, what was, well, how else was I getting to the hotel, game? Matt's hotel was, like, five minutes from Vicious. Mine that's was a good true. 30, 45 minutes away. So there was, he wouldn't let me buy him a beer, food, nothing. Like, if I had cash on me, I would have left it in the car, but I never have cash on me, so. I, I like well. It's a good thing. Well, you would have nice tip for the rental car company because I probably wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> no, I would have thrown it at you as I got out of the car. Yeah, we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Grant. Oh, yes, all right, all right. They're itching for basketball content. Let's get to it because Matt. We can, we can do earlier. We can do the gas bagging later because yeah. uh, Matt's on. Vish texted here. me earlier and was like, "I'm gonna go watch some tape." I, I text. He was talking about whatever, and then I texted. I need to go watch some tape, and he's like, "I expect some great handwritten notes." So. Just, just so you know, I've got plenty of handwritten notes. Oh wow! So, and I pulled out Grant Nelson's notes from when we talked about him the last time. So I can't throw away my notes. So, so I guess but, let's start, um, maybe I think, start with him a little bit because I'm curious. Did we? All right, I'm, my timeline's all screwed up. Matt, did we ever talk about him on the show? Like when you were here? Um. We might have briefly mentioned, like, hey, he wasn't... Actually, I don't even think it was on the show. I think it was just DMs. Yeah, so this is the problem. Like, the people in the that are watching don't realize, like, we're having a rolling basketball chat offline. <laughs> the yeah. What, I know what we talked about the show, Vish what we talked about ex- test. Me yeah, and Vish talked pretty extensively about Nelson on air. Um, I don't yeah, think but you I don't, guys I don't did, think, because I, think I went Matt and watched already, your uh, guys' shows, and I don't remember you guys yeah. talking I don't think we talked about so it. So I, I don't think maybe we, we start with that, if Matt, if you want to give us. So as as um, was said in the in the chat by Jeff, um, so he is now going to transfer somewhere. Because I think when mm-hmm. Melissa and I talked about him across multiple shows, or kind of he's probably going pro, the rumor was that was his yeah. first choice. Well, so we talked about him, but not as a realistic target, but now – yeah. Especially, I think it was because there was a lot of hype because the numbers from the combine, right? The the uh, vertical jump, I think it was top ten, and vert vert jump, I think I want to say. Um, I know the lane agility testing; he was number one, which you know 
having a uh, a big man like that, six ten, so to speak, um, test that well. You know, that kind of says a lot. I think he was third overall in like the history of the drill, too, if I'm not wrong. His, um, his all of his like ball handling and agility stats were insane. Like from what I was reading, scouts were like he because this he measured six ten without shoes. So yeah. he's tall. But scouts were saying he that his ball handling was comparable to some of the best like smaller guards in the in the combine. Yeah. Which I mean, you watch the film and it does kind of I mean, it sticks out a lot, at yeah. least in my eyes. You see him going between the legs, like doing these ISO moves that like a big guy doesn't normally do. Like I thought Sam Wardenberg was had a decent ability to put the ball on the floor, but this is like completely different because he can create his own shot off of it um, and he can play make off of it. He's essentially a 6'10 playing the big man position, but has guard skills, which is something that you don't see at the college level I mean, frankly, not much at all. Well, and it's not only that, too, but like he can ball handle. He obviously can shoot from three. But as we were talking about this off air uh, before the show, he rebounds, too. He's he's not like one of your taller guys who can't play down low. He can post. He rebounds. He does a lot of everything. And I think really the concern that I guess any college or basketball fan would have is just the kind of the ability levels uh, he played against having played at North Dakota, uh, North Dakota state. Yeah. North Dakota state. So we haven't seen him play against higher level uh, skill. So I guess we'll see, you know, what happens where he goes. Yeah. Just uh real, real quick um, shout out to Jeff. Happy birthday. He later said <clears throat> May 27th. Um, so happy birthday to him. My nephew's birthday was actually the 14th. We threw the party on the 27th, and I'm way too online for people to know that. But anyway. Vish, um, how old are you now? 42. Oh, okay. Not bad. Not still bad. still in the first half century. Yeah, easily into the first half century. Matt's way younger than both of us, so. It all runs so, together um, at some point. It all runs Fish, together. What's point. what's your opinions? Well, on so I am I am curious about the. So I I did see kind of I did watch a little bit of film again today. I know Melissa and I talked about him pretty extensively. Um, um, to uh, like a like a few weeks ago, or actually the last like couple of months. But one thing I did notice this time because you know Matt, you talked about his how his how his physical and his athleticism jumps off the the the. The tape and on the measurables as well, but man, the competition he was playing against was pretty ass to be honest. To be blunt about it, like I'm watching guys stuck in mud on defense, and I do wonder, like, so I guess he wanted all indications are he wanted to go to the draft. He must have not gotten a great evaluation overall, despite the combine numbers. Like, there's no way like he thought he was going to be a lottery. Well, so if you look at with someone, that, if you look at someone with okay. his athleticism, you can, you can get in a second here. Oh, if you look at someone with his athleticism and his potential upside, for him to all of a sudden do a U-turn back to college, to me feels like maybe there was some worry on the NBA side that he could translate that to a higher level of basketball. And you know, the ACC is certainly not the NBA, but it is a big step up from what he played against. So as you know, I watch extensive tape prior to these prior to these shows, and I did about probably like thirty minutes of reading up on Grant Nelson and just trying to find stuff from the combine and what people thought about him. 
And his all by all means, his focus was completely on going to the NBA. Coming back, entering the transfer portal was literally a plan B. And from what I read, his family was handling the transfer portal stuff. Like he didn't wasn't really involved in any of that. His focus was the NBA and coming back to college was really a plan B. Like he didn't want to come back to college. But from what I was reading, I only I only saw some stats on his first scrimmage. And he didn't play a lot in that first scrimmage, and he only he shot two for six from the field and had and had six points. So he tested off the charts in like their agility and handling things, but I don't I, I don't think scouts are as impressed when he was actually playing in the scrimmages. And by all means, he was playing against better competitions than he did at North North Dakota State. Um, so that's some of the things that I read. He wasn't last I checked, he wasn't listed on any draft boards as far as being drafted in the first or second round, but he did meet with nine teams while he was at the combine. Yeah. Well, and I mean, let's talk about too during the season, he wasn't really a name that really stuck out and that was really on um, draft boards as well. So this was kind of a late rise, right? Uh, the combine mm -hmm. numbers and whatnot. So he had to show out in the comp in the uh, actual scrimmages and whatnot. And Vish, yep. you know, you kind of spoke on this too. You know, he has great ability and, you know, has some um, talents that guys his size don't normally have. But, I mean, there's still, you know, flaws in his game. You know, I would say his shot is kind of awkward, takes a lot of time to get up. He brings it down to his waist and, you know, brings it up. There's a lot of shooters that, you know, bring it down that far, but, you know, they get it off quicker. His shot is kind of a slow release and kind of awkward. Um, and, I mean, I think he shot like 26% as well. So there's room for improvement there. Uh, the other thing I would say yeah, too, yeah, with his ability, you know, he can put the ball on the floor. We talked about it, uh, definitely favors his right hand though. His strong hand, um, didn't really see too many finishes on his left side. If it did, if I did, it was more dunks and stuff. So that's definitely something he needs to work on as well. So it's not like, you know, he's so polished and whatnot. There's definitely holes, you know, in his game, just like anyone, anyone can improve, um, he's got potential but he has a lot of potential yeah uh, he offensively has... offensively he has a lot of potential i will say it was very hard to find any tape on him playing defense yeah so defensively i don't know where his skill level is at and if he's you know good to elite defender yeah I mean, Nelson we, is a much, we, much better version of Wardenberg. Do we agree with that? You got to remember, we saw Wardenberg play in the ACC. We've only seen Grant Nelson play. I don't in the Summit League. I, in, I will say, I do, I do think he's he's. I think I think Nelson's more athletic than. than yeah, and he's got a lot more potential. Uh, but I think it would. It, it seems like he's realized that he needs to go to uh, maybe a bigger named school and a better conference to kind of show off what he can do against better competition. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of rumors that Arkansas is kind of the room, like the thought to be the favorite for him to go play there, but hopefully that's not the case. Well, I, I think the other thing with Wardenberg is we a hundred percent played him at center. So mm -hmm. that was, I know he shot threes and all, but he was the big on the floor yeah. and, and Nelson would be playing the four. So they'll have a little bit different role here. Um, yeah, William, this is certainly a possibility, but I guess my thought is someone that puts up those combine numbers from an athleticism standpoint, 6'11", six, six, can shoot from distance, generally is not a late second-round pick unless like this guy just can't 
play at the highest levels. You know, I, I think someone with that kind of upside generally goes in the first round. Um, so there's kind of a, I guess what I, what I, what I'm getting at here, and I think we're kind of all on the same page at this point, and that he needs to prove it at a higher level is there's a disconnect between how much his athleticism jumps off the the page on film, his measurables doing like the drills, his ability to shoot and score from what we can see and his draft, uh, his apparent a draft evaluation is not being a first round pick or not being a high pick. And I think the disconnect is just not play top competition. Yeah. That comment that William made about making NIL money and, and, you know, in one more year of college versus money in the second round draft, second round of the NBA draft and not really being guaranteed to make a team. He, he, it sounds like, you know, he definitely benefit from one more year of school and, you know, with NIL, Miami is a great place to come. Yeah. I think all schools at this point, if they're in a major conference can scrounge together some money. I don't. Yeah. But Arkansas versus Miami. Come on. So I, I would agree with you. Obviously you would agree with you. Um, Homeboy from North Dakota might have a different view of Arkansas versus Miami. And maybe he's not a city boy. I mean, it depends what you're looking for. Cause I mean, Arkansas is crazy, man. The way that they take their sports and stuff. I interviewed a few guys on our show from like that uh, cover Arkansas basketball and whatnot. And it's more than a fandom, man. It's a life there. Yo, because they so, got nothing else to do there. I know. That's, I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah. Well, it's not just that. It's a totally different lifestyle. This, again, this is, he's not, he didn't just play it in North Dakota State. He's from North Dakota. Like, this is a yeah. whole yeah. fish out of Plus, water thing. Muscleman is a really good coach, you know, as yeah. well. So, I mean, he's not Coach L, but he's up there. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just I can I can see how, like I said, I, for us, like Miami's kind of the end all be all, and even taking out our personal, well, Melissa and I went to school there. Matt's been a fan forever. Like our personal affinity for the school, it is a very unique situation. I could totally see someone from North Dakota being like, I am not interested. <laughs> In going there, right? culture so, shock. Culture yeah, shock. it's totally different than anything he would have experienced in North Dakota. I can see him be like, "Yeah." In fact, I talk a lot about how we've had a lot of success going into the Northeast and the inner cities and recruiting kids because you can play in the ACC in a city. Even though I know Coral Gables is a suburb, but you have Miami's like all around it, right? So mm-hmm. um, you can play in a city in warm weather. And play in the ACC is a big value prop for someone maybe living in Philadelphia, living in Baltimore, living in D.C., living in New York. That same argument might not work on someone for North Dakota because um, it's kind of like, I don't want to live in a city. Um, I want to live in a college town, right? And we definitely don't offer that. So I could see someone saying, I'd rather actually be at Arkansas. Um, would I ever say that? Hell no. <laughs> But I'm not gonna like criticize someone else that maybe didn't grow up in a city to, for for having that stance. Oh, we got another usual in, in the chat. Yes, What's up, yes, Daniel? We have, we have our core listening audience at this point. It's really cool. Is that Zup so, or Sup? Like, what? What's the response here? I'm thinking maybe up, he my guy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it it can't be more of a culture shock than France to Miami or Australia to Miami. I mean. Australia's got really big cities, though. I mean, I've been there. I, I, would, is, uh, I mean, yeah, 
I, I would also say France to Miami and Australia to Miami is less of a culture shock than France to Fayetteville. Right? I mean, oh, I will about... say, I mean, maybe we should get maybe we should get Nortrad on this recruitment because he played at Arkansas State. So maybe he can just be like, yo, you don't want to go to Arkansas, like blah blah blah. <laughs> so so Nortrad hey. being, being Nicaraguan, I feel like was like meant to be in Miami from the beginning. Again, right. I think some of the stuff that that um that appeals to a lot of the players we've been able to bring in probably, I mean, I'm just speculating. I don't know where Grant Nelson's headspace is. But, but we, I will say if Grant Nelson were to come to Miami, he would obviously fill in that pit starter spot and it would be Nigel. We'll get at the two Cleveland at the three Nelson at the four when we are at the five. Yes, let's mean, talk about that a little starter. bit. So I'm curious to get both of your takes on kind of how his, his game fits with the rest of because Melissa just kind of laid out what the starting five would pretty much guaranteed look like if he were to come here. We'll talk about Cam Spencer, Spencer in a second. Um, but uh, how do you feel his game? And I guess I'll throw this to Matt first, and Melissa, you can answer too. Um, how do you feel his game um, would fit with the rest of this team? I mean, anytime you have a versatile offensive player in a system like this, I think it always fits well. Um, I'd like the fit next to Norchad. I think, you know, we talked about having another guy that can create for others. Uh, and for, I mean, a big man, he does it at a high level. I don't know if it's, you know, the same degree. Um, but I really like his offensive ability. I think he'll fit, um, and complement a lot of pieces. And I think he'll make, you know, life easier for a lot of guys on our team. Um, I'm, I'm interested, though, too, in seeing, you know, going from he was part of a team that was not very good last season, was kind of their whole team. You know, how does that role change um, if he does end up coming here? Uh, that's one of the things that I'm kind of looking at. So I like the fit, though, when you look at just, you know, what he does offensively. Um, I think that he can be serviceable defensively just because of his athletic ability. I think that where his trouble will come is just kind of understanding the scrambled defense and whatnot. Like Sam Wardenberg wasn't the greatest athlete, but he knew where to be on the court. Um, so that's kind of my thought process. I don't know how you feel about it, Melissa. Um, well, everybody who's watched this show knows my feelings about stretch fours and how I'm <laughs> desperate for us to get one. Um, so, uh, William mentions, don't forget that Grant played with Isaiah and Jordan Miller at the combine and hopefully Zay and Jordan were talking up Miami. Um, and also he saw how well Jordan and Zay played cause they killed it at the combine. Um, I, I think Grant would fit in great with our offense just in what he would do to spread the floor. I mean, he has a post-up game. He can drive, he can shoot from three. Um, I think he would fit. I, I I would love to see him in our starting lineup. It would move Wooga to the two, and Cleveland would be would play the three, which I think is more of a comfortable position for him. Um, but he's someone that you kind of have to guard all over the court because he has the ability to do everything. Um, assuming that his game can translate into higher level of play, uh, my concern mostly would be defensively. Because um, I haven't gotten to see a lot of tape on him playing defense, and he's playing at a higher level. Um, but he is very athletic, 
has a lot of agility and is tall. So I think that's just something that would probably, he would progress and get better with, uh, with time as the season went on. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I would love it. Um, and, but like Matt said, you know, he was kind of the guy on his team. So it'd be interested to, to see what he does with other, you know, great players on the court with him and sharing the ball. Can I, can I just say too, I'm so intrigued of a Grant Nelson and Norchad Omir pick and roll situation or like dribble handoff. That would be insane. That, yeah. Yeah. I guess my only concern is, uh, well, Matt, you kind of touched on some of these points. He, he has not, um, like North Dakota state was bad despite having him on their team, but I'm not blaming him for that. It's a team game, yeah. but just like, he hasn't really played these high leverage situations. He's used to being the, by far the most athletic guy on the court. It's a pretty big adjustment for him. Now, Norchad, you know, at Arkansas State, I don't think he he relied on his athleticism as much and had that much it, it, it had that much of an advantage over everyone else there. But he still was able to, you know, in one offseason, make that translation to the ACC. So it's definitely yeah. possible. But we actually saw Nigel, ironically enough, struggle a little bit with the transition. To a little bit of a different playing style, and he was playing in the Big Twelve. So, so it's kind of you never know. I was things. playing a different it's position, though. No, no, he was, well, and he struggled. And but he I guess my point points. is, my Nigel point. was just he, running off screens the entire yeah. game. That's why it's completely yeah. different. He had to create his own uh, in this uh, when he got to Miami, which was something he didn't have to do. You know, yeah. I wasn't frequent. expecting. I wasn't expecting Norchad to be as great for us as he was. I mean, none of us knew who he was. Yeah, that's like, I wasn't yeah, really paying was attention to Arkansas State. State. Um, yeah. And I, I just saw him like, oh, six, seven center. Wow, we're going to be even smaller. I'm like, oh, he's he's built like he's a big dude. I wasn't expecting to get that kind of production that we get, did out of Norchad as far as rebounding and defensively. Um, but really, my only concern with Grant is, is how his game is going to translate to a higher level of play because he didn't. Yeah, he did all these great agility drills and handling drills and all that stuff in the combine, but you're doing that by yourself. You aren't playing against, you know, teams that went to the Sweet 16 or won national championships or whatever at North Dakota State. So it'll be interesting to see how it translates, but I have faith in Coach L to, to get them ready. I mean, Nigel was a little uncomfortable at the beginning of the year, but he – when we got into crunch time into ACC play, he really balled out, and Norchad was amazing for us all year. So I got faith that if he comes into Coach L's system, that he's gonna he's gonna do well for us. But it's a matter of getting him here. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, you know, it's it's whether you want to take a glass half full or uh, um, glass half empty approach because. At North Dakota State, he was definitely more athletic than than the other players on the court. Period, but. He's also not surrounded by quality players. Like, I mean, they, yeah. he might find he actually has more space to operate here where they can't just focus the whole defense on him. So, you know, well, it's, imagine it's, him, him and Nigel on the floor shooting threes. They'll shoot the other team out of the gym. Well, and Cleveland can is a is a solid three yeah. pointer too, and, and Wuga came on last year. So, I mean, one of the things yeah, we're definitely open to. up the driving lanes for sure with all yeah. those shooters on the floor. Yeah, and one of the things we're looking at, like, is for Wilga to, you know, continue to improve. So we shouldn't expect him to be static. So he could also, you know, get that percentage up even higher. So, yeah. yeah well, he has be, to play the two. 
<laughs> yeah, he's going to kind of be asked to, and it'll just be a lot surrounding, just a lot of shooting on the court. Is there any any other thoughts on on Grant and else before we move on to a uh, Cam Spencer? If he's good defensively, he'd be. If if Grant's got a good defensive game, that would be amazing. I don't think he does. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think he does. But uh, so he'll fit, he'll fit right in. Shoots threes. Is athletic. Can't play defense. He'll fit right in with the. Well, rest I of mean, he he play the four, and he's taller than Norchad, so it would definitely be interesting. Yeah, I think we might ask him to guard centers and all that stuff, like we did Jordan, if he comes yeah. in. So. Yeah. Should we talk about talk- Matt's guy? Matt's guy. Wait. First, should we talk about Matt's relief in that Caleb Love committed to Arizona? Uh, <laughs> I don't think we. I, I I just threw it out there as as. And Matt a was flyer? not. Last yeah, week, and but... you ruined. Yeah, and you ruined my night. You put that in my head. I, did you really think I wanted to think about that? About I mean, Caleb I don't Caleb Love in a Miami jersey. <laughs> I was about to say, if that ruined your night, you've got a problem that we spent like three hours in the offseason a week on the stream talking about Kate's hoops and then like another. I just, I happened to see that. I didn't even see that on Twitter. I saw that on Twitter. I immediately. I I made it up. I mean, let's be real here. I made that up, but not, but I didn't, we didn't claim it was a rumor or anything. It was just. No, no, no. I'm saying the commitment. I didn't even see that on Twitter. I was scrolling through my Instagram and I was like, oh, look at this. Oh, okay. immediately it's like hey matt caleb loves going to arizona i texted Vish, he's like, yeah he'll have no problem getting through admissions there and i was like oh snap <laughs> yeah i mean I, I'm surprised. I, only, I only threw it out there i only threw it out there because we were talking about how we, we didn't really have playmakers and for all his faults he's certainly that um so that was i mean he I makes saying. plays they're just not the right ones sometimes they are they made the <laughs> finals rarely. two years ago like it wasn't all like it was brady manic it wasn't him yeah, what was the only thing that changed? Brady we're gonna Manic have another race discussion on here in a minute, but uh, All no, right, dude, Brady Manic. Look at look at the end of year stats when they started turning it up, man. Brady Manic was on fire. What what's what's the going end on of here? the world is happening outside of my apartment right I now? I still don't understand why I'm not really seeing that because I also face I'm also facing the the clouds are like ten times darker than the picture I sent you half an hour ago. I think it's because you're high up because like I can kind of see some dark clouds in the distance, but it's more of an angle and there's trees in the way. Hmm. I, don't, I mean, does it make that much of a difference being higher up? Yeah, because you can actually like see it directly versus like there's stuff blocking it. Like I said, there's trees. I don't know. I think you could see how dark it is from the ground. Now. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.